Yo, what's going on, everybody? Black Compass, Black Compass Media, back live, exclusive for everybody. I know it's been a little hiatus. I don't, I, you know, I don't care. Send your hate mail to me directly. I don't, I'll answer it. But we back at it. We got a lot of work to do, a lot of things to get to. I, I've never actually interviewed this man that I have here as a special guest. I have a lot of battle rap related questions, but I would not be me if I didn't address the politics too. Respect what this brother does on and off the court of battle rap and everything like that. We got a one and only Oops, St. Louis on. What's going on, brother? Man, you know what it is, man. Oops in the building. What up, bro? Glad to be here. Hey, man. Listen, man. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that you was able to to join in with us and everything like that. You know, what I mean, I'm happy that you was able to to to, to be a part of this. And, and I just I guess I got to start off the same way I start with everybody. How is everything going for Oops? We just saw the battle and everything, but. How's everything going with Oops down there in St. Louis? So, uh, everything going really well, bro. I'm actually not in St. Louis no more. As oh. B dot uh put out there in the battle. Uh, I moved to the West Coast. Oh. So, uh, yeah. And so, um, everything is good though, man. I got the documentary out just doing numbers. I'm mm. back in back in battle rap heavy. You know, I took uh seven battles this year. Mm. And you know, I've been on, I've been on for the most part. So just getting back in the thick of things and let you know, try to let folks know I, I belong. You know what I'm saying? You know how they go. Right, right. Um, and and I think uh, you know, the the, the let's t- let's talk about. And I mean, that's a great way to to kind of start off because we we just saw what you and B dot was able to do at Town Business mm-hmm. Two KOTD. I mean, shout out to them. Right. I personally think, and maybe this is early for everybody. It's my second favorite card of the year. I think I think it's that good. I think um, you know we got a lot of good performances, but you and BDOS battle sticks out in my opinion for the things that I like to hear in battle rap. Right, can you talk a little bit about that battle, setting that up, and then and then getting the beat out? And I got some other questions for you on that. Setting up the battle. See, a lot of people don't know. I'm close with a lot of battle rappers. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of real conversations outside of battle rap. Uh, and beat out is one of them. Be like beat out like a little brother to me. Mm. And so we had got to a point where so many people wanted to see our battle because of the content. Uh, but then. We we had kind of consciously said, you know what? We not gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna do it because uh, we both fighting for the same thing. Two black men on stage turning each other down. You know what I'm saying? All those reasons, right? True. And so uh, it just came full circle. Beat I have been retired. I have been telling Beat out, look, the game needs you, bro. Like you know, it's you just got to be out here. They need your message. Mm-hmm. A- and. Uh, KLTD hit us up. Now, ARP was the first one to try to book this battle. So when KLTD hit us up, we instantly called ARP like, bro, I know you tried to book this, you know, you know, just trying to cover our tracks and make sure that because ARP is my brother, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. The crib. Mm-hmm. And ARP, you know, being the person who he is, he like, man, get your money, get on that platform, you know, do something big, you know. I'm good. And so he's like, cool. So we chopped it up. And he's like, look, we're going to do this. We're going to do it. You know, I know we partners. Like Beat I said, you know, we partners. But when we get in that ring, it's a little different. I was mm-hmm. like, I bet. Well, you know, it had to make sense. And KLTD made it make sense. It was on a good it was on a good stage as well as in a good place being in Oakland. And I feel like even with, you know what I'm saying, even with my slip up in the second, I feel like that we gave the fans and the culture kind of what they was looking for on both spectrums, right? Mm. Like you knew you knew B Dot was gonna come in and be militant and he was gonna attack and he was gonna go hard. And you knew me, I was gonna be on my, you know, Martin Luther King empowerment, 
You know what I'm saying? But, right. But still bring my message in the third round. And I think, I think, you know, top to bottom, I think it's a great battle. Um, and I honestly think that we definitely gave the culture something different and what they needed. Right. So and I, and I think since you've been back and specifically because, you know, now you've transitioned out of the, you know, with the politics and everything like that. And I, I do have to commend you for that as well. But it seems like a sort of I don't know if it's a maturity or growth or an experience or a set of experiences that you've incorporated into the rhymes. And I, I really I want to dig into that, too. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention, shout out to Active and Craig. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out yeah. to him. I think you and Emerson had a goodie as well. But can you talk about the experience of 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 coming back, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and kind of how it's been really sort of transitioning for you? Is the, the mindset different for you this time around? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different. Uh, it's a little bit different in the sense that before. So if you take me before Craig, right mm-hmm. before Craig. Um, I was still in office. I was actually still in office with Craig, but I was transitioning out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had so much on me. Like, even if you look at my old battles um, before this year, you can even see, like, I picked up weight. I look healthier. I'm more energetic. Like, right. life just different for me now. So now I'm able to get in this ring, not having certain stresses. You know, those stresses, I'm still doing the work, but those stresses of politics and what I was going through, even mentally, like it's different now. Like you're right, my mind has matured, my performance has matured. I've kind of found, I found myself, and I understand what I need to be to battle rap. I don't need to be what people need me to be. I need to be what I came here to be, and that's uh, somebody that's going to use this platform to not only do my work as a battle rapper, but more importantly, put this message out here. Right. Let folks know that, you know, what we could be doing stuff outside of just, you know, what I'm saying creative gun bars on stage for three rounds for a couple years. It ain't no lifespan in that. Right. My battle, my battle rap lifespan will be longer than anybody's because it's going to get to a point where people don't want to hear a 40 year old twerk. You know what I'm mm. saying? They, they ain't going to hear. A 40-year-old strapped in? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> yeah, they got, after a while, the young cat's going to come up like, ah, right, you've been strapped in too long. Right, you know what I'm saying? right, right. What, what's next? But you will be able to hear a 40-year-old chess, mm. right? Like, you, you'll see chess kind of evolve. And that's kind of what I want for all the battle rappers, because I'm older than 90% of the battle rappers. Oh, God bless and, you. Me too. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> I, I be wanting to see that. Like, I enjoy rum i enjoyed them like them some of my favorites you know twerk one of my favorites but i want to see something else you know what i'm saying like i want to see you grow so that's what i do on stage and now i've been able to do that since transitioning and show like my maturity show my kind of big brother you know what i'm saying yeah now, exactly you, you, you can get craig like i told craig you get on stage and punch me to death that's cool i got a strong chin but what's gonna happen when i do what you do combined with what i do yeah yeah. And it was, and I think in that case, it was just too much for him. I, and, yeah. and so, and now let's talk about growth and transitioning and everything. I think, uh, and I will do the time machine because I like to remind us all as fans collectively what we were doing at the time. When you right. were coming with the civic minded approach, you know, all the different breakdowns, nuances in terms of like consciousness and all that was mm-hmm. not necessarily in vogue. I mean, of course you had the shadow of Lux and everything like that. What you and Daylight were able to do was to create a, a battle that really aged well to this day you're able to see. Do you feel like mm-hmm. MCs are pigeonholing themselves in terms of growth, in terms of being able to really, you know, grow as an artist and display that in battle rap? 
So I think they I, I think they pigeonhole themselves when they don't think about the long run. Right. Like if 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 they have this idea that they are going to be able to battle rap in this sense forever, then that's a problem. Mm. Right. But I think if they if they're if, if they got this mindset that, you know what, I'm a punch right now, I'm a gun boy, I'm gonna do what I got to do right now. But eventually there's going to be this transition into, you know what I'm saying? Something bigger, something more widespread and. I think what you'll see in these next coming years is some of those those battle rappers who have been doing it for a while, who continue to try to reinvent themselves, but not as successful as doing it. Mm. Um, you'll see them kind of like start to trickle off. And a lot of these newer cats who are coming in, uh, I, you know, Ace I mean always come to mind for me because I see him as this. I see him as being their uh, their generations like head ice, right? Mm. Like. Like he can he can rap to he 40, 45, you know what I'm saying? However old head ice is, right? He can <laughs> do that because he got that. I feel like he's got enough of like life experience right now to do it. Right. And battle rap, he's only gonna grow. And his message, he's gonna be able to use all that stuff that he's been through. He's gonna be able to do it effectively. Like, look what he's been able to do in kind of this fan, how he's been able to capture the fans in just, you know, three, four, five battles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes uh, artists do pigeon told them pigeon told themselves, but like I feel like I feel like what sh- we should be doing is some of the cats who've been in it for a while because people don't understand. Like I've been battling since 2012, mm. and you know this what no I always tell people I'm, I'm I feel like I'm the Marshall Falk of battle rap. Oh okay, how's like, that? Let's talk about be- it. Because Marshall Falk, you know, he came to St. Louis. He was you know he won uh won the Super Bowl. They was, you know, known as the greatest show on turf. Oh, you know, yeah. he that's what got him his Hall of Fame is his super is is St. Louis, right? Right. right. Pe- people don't know he played six, seven years before that with the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, that's a fact. Right. He he wasn't that Marshall Falk in in uh in St. You know what I'm saying? In Indianapolis as he was. He wasn't the same when he got to St. Louis, right? He right. he learned the game more. He evolved more. He got older. He's like, I bet, well, this fits more for me, so I might be better at this being this type of back than just this type of back, what they tried to make me. Right. And that's that's how I feel about me. Like, you know, my battles, I, I was, you know, I came in smoking. Like, I was smoking cats who didn't have names just like me, mm-hmm. but I was traveling, I was doing my thing, and then it got to this point where people like, all right, he cool. And then me and Daylight, we set the world off, but versus O-Red, people act like we didn't have a classic. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, that was people, a goodie too. That's a fact. Yeah, that was that was a, a people act like I didn't have a classic with Excel. Like these are all battles that are better than a lot of a lot of the battles that folks try to put up top, but it was because of my name. It was because of oh, well, oops, yeah, he cool. Yeah, he be choking a little bit. Yeah, he his third rounds, so he just be talking, he don't True. really be directing. Right. Now, people, People are understanding that all of that was a transition to get to where I am now. Now people are finally realizing they're like, oh, okay, we we rock with what Oops do. I bet we understand why his third rounds are the way they are. Okay, Oops is really doing the stuff that he's rapping about in real life. Exactly, and that and, and I'm glad you said that last part. And I think that's what changed everybody's opinion. Is like, all right, he's he's walking his talk. So you know, and just on your Marshall Falk analogy. I think that's very interesting. Now, 
the reason why Falk was able, and by the way, that Titans loss, that to this day, <laughs> that shit still makes my stomach hurt when I see that highlight on the NFL channel. Like, what? Like, it's really one yard. Anyway, shout out to, uh, what was that, Dyson? Uh, but, but, um, now on that, he was able to surround, he was around coaches and personnel that believed in him and believed in his Absolutely. talent. And you, oh. you still have the ability to go around so many different places despite what people want to say wins or losses. So what do you attribute that to? And, and how have you been helped with, by the different leagues on, on getting on the platforms? Oh, so first of all, um, if you, like you have to give it, I call them the big four. Mm. And for me. And so, when I was just coming up, oh, from street status is my brother, right? He's he's the one that got me into battle rap. And it was initially me getting into battle rap to say, all right, bet. Because I had hot music in St. Louis. I had songs on the radio. You know, I had deals on the table. Like, I had, I had it going in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, hey, you want to push your music out here? This battle rap platform is a good way to go, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bet, let's do it. I just slipped up and fell in love with battle rap. Mm-hmm. So that, so that's what I wanted to do. And then after that, uh, when Guerrilla Warfare came into play, um, I was on a first card that they did with Black Ice. And then I was on other cards. Uh, and because of unfortunate act, uh, incident back in September, like I owe them, owe them because I don't really do the, you know, canceling all that. But right. they those were the two that put me on, you know, as far as those smaller leagues. And shouts out to Milwaukee, too. Milwaukee, uh, go hard or go home. They, you know, they rocked with me, too. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Milwaukee. That's a fact. Yeah. But those two really got me to where I needed to be. ARP came to to the Guerrilla Warfare event and was like, oh, dude, you just smoked example. Bet, you know, I'm trying to get this card together, so on and so forth. I fly out there on my own accord. I was like, bro, it's good. You ain't got, I, you know, I fly out here. Just give me an opponent. Mm. He gave me a, he gave me an opponent that had no footage, that had one battle, and I went up there and did my thing. And after that, ARP believed in. So he gave. I had a couple battles. I had that. I had Mr. Mills, mm-hmm. and then then he was like, all right, we're gonna give you O Red. I'm like, oh, Red, hold on. In my head, I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I could sit up here and type and talk all day, but you right. know, I ain't, I ain't want to let my pride mess up my judgment. Mm-hmm. But it finally hit me, like, if, if he's going to give me the shot, I might as well take it. And we turned that into something. And we turned daylight into something, which in turn, uh, being around Magic, who is my brother, right? Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm flying places to see him battle. I'm at every one of his battles. You see me in the background and I'm just flying on my own dime to have his back and support him as well as the other cats who was in writer's block. And we go to KLTV and, you know, unfortunate incident with him and him and Fox. And I had to, you know, I had to press Fox and that's what got KLTD interested in me. They like, I right, bet. Well, don't you rap? Cool. We're going to give you a shot. So mm. it was kind of like, it was kind of, it was a hard work. You know, it was me. It was me putting my own money up, you know, in the beginning. But it was also being at the right place at the right time. And really, when I say the help that I've had and the success that I had, I can't say that without mentioning magic, uh, Hmm. street status, guerrilla warfare, uh, especially ARP and RBE and and KLTD. Right. Right. And that's why I get this mindset. And really, I just want to say this because this ain't it. This this is not to send a shot, but this goes to show other artists that look, the main stage is whatever you make it. Mm, it's, let's it's talk about a, it. 
It's because it's not about it's not about like nobody will be ever be able to say, well, I am the reason. Right. I am the reason this happened. or I am the reason this happened for oops or no. It happened because of collective of things. And so if I'm able to touch all of these different stages and I go do my thing on all these different stages, who's to say why why wasn't why wasn't uh me and B Dot considered a main stage battle? What why wasn't me and Daylight considered a main stage battle? Mm. That's because of this perception of even that perception of it only counts on one league. That's yeah. not, that's that's not that's not fair. Now oops, I, I I gotta I, I don't Look, I don't want to cut you off, but you said what? You you still in politics? We're not about to be political. You said it's only one system in town that is demons. Oh, like, oh, oh, is that what we oh, getting at? Oh, like, I don't oh, I want to. Yeah. Oh, bro, let me speak candidly. Okay, even let's as, do it. Even even as a even as a politician, I was straightforward. Oh yeah, see, that's why. That's I like. why yeah. yeah, that's why they that's why they didn't like. Me. But uh, <laughs> like like this URL system, right? Yeah. So I fly out to everybody. Sent me at URL battles as right. a fan. I spent I spent a lot of thousands last year. Well, this year, supporting my brothers on that battle on URL, supporting the culture, seven dollars a month for an app, whatever it is, right? Pay per views, mm-hmm. whatever. But this idea that me and Daylight don't count because it wasn't on URL, like there's no there's no factual basis to that. We got a million views. True. We got a million views. I have I have over I have a couple million views now. As a battle rapper, that's never stepped foot on a URL stage. But when I go into a URL event, mm-hmm. all of the fans rock with me. Right? They want to take they want to take pictures like I'm on the card. They want to rap with me like I'm on the card. I rap with them. I'm in the crowd. I I barely go on the stage. I'm in the crowd buying drinks and 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 commenting and and, and shooting the shit with them. Right? Mm-hmm. Why why we there? But those fans and everybody's asking, hey, oh, why you ain't on the why you ain't, you know, this crazy. Even the URL top rappers rock with me in a sense where they like, bro, we don't know what, you know what I'm saying? We don't know what it is. And I've gotten to the point where it's cool. I'm not even, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable in life. I'm cool where I'm at. I'm okay with where I've touched the stage at, but we have to shift this narrative that it only counts here mm-hmm. because that's not fair when you can't possibly book every single battle rapper. True. That, you, you that is very you, true. You can't book all these battle rappers. So what? What are they? Are they supposed to wait? Are they not supposed to make their money? Right? Because a lot of people want to do this. I mean, people can be artists. People can be all type of artists as a profession: painters, actors, uh, musicians, whatever it is. They can do that as a profession. So why can't they do that with battle rap? And it's enough leagues out here. It's enough money out here all year to be able to do that. But this idea that I have to sit and wait or I have to take this small battle in order to get here when I've already built my name up. No way I'm doing a PG. No way I'm doing a I'm not doing any of that. I've touched the main stage. I've battled the top tiers. I have a good resume. Put me in here because it's going to make sense for both of us. I got a documentary coming out on MTV where millions of people across the world are going to see. And a fourth of the documentary is about battle rap. So you know what them, bro, you know what they're going to do when they finish watching that? They're mm-hmm. going to go right to YouTube, type in Bruce Franks, the battle rapper from St. Louis or oops from wow. St. Louis. Right. Look up the battles and y'all going to see a spike in views instantly. 
because now it's been released to the world. We up for an Oscar. Like, mm. we find out if we nominated for an Oscar. Like, do you know what that does? That's heavy. That's, in, that, That's what? what? Like, what? Okay, first of all, oops, I saw you in at Lockdown in Philly. Uh, way to bury the headline, my nigga. What are you talking? Like, what are you talking? Let's talk about this MTV joint. Like, what? We, we, it's, it's that type of production, and is is it mostly rooted in battle rap and politics, or what is the? You know, I hate to segue like that, because but I have to know now. You know what I mean? Oh, oh. So no, it's 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 my life in a twenty eight minute short film. Mm. So not only does it talk about fatherhood, not only does it talk about depression, right. not only does it talk about politics. Um, not only does it talk about the gun violence that I've witnessed, it talks about battle rap being who I am. I don't get to separate oops from Bruce Franks. Mm. When I when I'm on when I when I was in the House of Representatives, bro, mm -hmm. I bought battle rap to to politics. I let them know now this y'all gotta get this. Y'all gotta see this. Right. No, y'all y'all gotta know this is what I do. When I'm on I'm using battle rap lingo on the house floor when I'm debating with cats. Like, I'm giving them third rounds all day. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be the nigga in the back, say it again! Like, I don't... Uh, right. Joe no, only has but, five minutes. Like, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me? But that's how it was. And so, but I needed people to know, like, this is me. You don't get to say, oh, oops over her and Bruce over there. You know, like Emerson said, and this is about... No, I am Bruce Franks slash oops every day, all day, because... Both of them encompass who I am. So this film, bro, and when battle rappers see the, when the battle rappers and the battle rap community see this film, mm -hmm. they gonna understand all of my third rounds. Like they gonna feel connected with the story because they've heard it in my third rounds. Absolutely, they've heard about my brother. They've heard about my mental health. They heard about the politics. They heard about me being a father. They heard about all these things, and this is exactly what this movie is about. So there's no battle rapper, there's almost no battle rapper that can definitively say 85, 90% of the time, the things that he says is the things that he's doing and going through each and every day. Mm, and right. so when that when that when that film drops, it got acquired by MTV. We've won almost every film festival that we've been a part of this year. I, I've been traveling crazy with wow, the films. Wow. St. Louis Superman. And we it's actually MTV's uh, going to release it later this year, but we've been on kind of this festival run, and it's this awards campaign behind it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and like, if you look up St. Louis Superman online, um, the documentary, you'll see uh, we just mentioned by all of the top folks for Oscar consideration, right? That is incredible. Top, top 10, top three, one of the best, if not the best. And so that's all humbling to me because I'm not, you know, no matter what happens, I'm happy with the success of the film. But translating that back, bro, like transitioning back to what he's talking about on stage, why wouldn't you have why wouldn't you have this person on your platform? Right? Like yeah. why wouldn't we be able like why because we'll benefit from each other. This ain't gonna be a one-way street. It ain't gonna be just me because the money was never anything to me. I've always made my own money outside of battle rap. If there have been battles that y'all watched that I took for free and flew my own self to the battle and pay for my own hotel simply because I wanted that artist who I battled to be on that card. Mm. Simply because I wanted to do a favor for an artist who I felt like was family and ain't getting a shot, and ain't getting a shine, or you know, they getting, they trying to, you know, they they not paying attention to them like they should. So no, nah, let me step out here. Let me fly out here and do this just off the strength and off the love. So the money ain't the thing. It's about my message. If you let me get my message off, I'm cool. I'm straight. 
I th- I think, man, I, I'm just I'm in awe of the story, and I'm I'm looking at the IB, IMBD title as well. I can't help but notice the Tribeca bookings as well. I think this is an incredible story. And by the way, man, St. Louis Superman. If you look at that picture right there, brother, at that front, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. powerful. You know, what I'm saying I got a whole lot of. Pol- I, I'm gonna stick to the battle rap right now, but I got a whole lot of things to say. I want to support what you got going on uh, with this film and everything too. This is dope. We should put our weight behind this. This is fine. No, that's what's up. Absolutely. Um, let's let's. I want to transition back though, just a step, okay. and I, I want yeah, to talk go. about the difference though. Why should? And I'm going to speak as a because uh, everybody thinks I work for URL anyway. But shout out to PNM. I don't. I would like a uh, paycheck sometime, but you know whatever. Uh, salute, salute to PNM though. Salute, peace. Salute to the whole squad. Yeah, salute to the squad. But let me put my hat on from the URL office and say that the pressure is different on URL. We've seen great artists. The best artists choke under pressure and, and, and be blinded by the bright lights in the the big uh, warehouse filled with thousands of people. So your battle with Daylight was dope, but the pressure, the stakes weren't as high. You weren't in a box office situation where, you know, the fans or whether or not they come and support the next event, it's not there. So then so why should I credit that battle the same if I know that they're under these stakes? Because this. You know, as a as a league owner, I could see that. I could see that. But realistically, as a league owner, without battle rappers, you have no league. We could get together. We could all get together, go and say, we're going to meet in a corner of 134th and something else, and we're going to rap. We could put out flyers. Fans could come. We could rap for free. We could throw our own events. But that's not what we do because we know there are certain aspects of this that when you talk about business of we are the artists they are the you know these are the folks that create the platform so in that sense the pressure was on me as an artist and the pressure was also on that small league because they don't have the resources that this big league have right if you book somebody like daylight who ain't cheap on this up and coming league with this cat who people barely know it is a chance that oh well this this event hey this might this might be the last event this hmm. event might not we it might not get us to where we need to be mm-hmm. just so happened you took a chance on this young cat did what he's supposed to do created a classic now if you look at URL in that sense URL has has built where they are nobody can take that away from them no one they built they built can't nobody I don't care if you like them dislike them I don't care about none of that. You can't take away from what they've done for the culture and you can't take away that platform that they built. But now that you've built this platform, you have to be able to throw these cats in that fire. You have to be able to put them on that ring in front of those folks. But if they happen to, because I'll take Magic, for instance. Magic was one of the best, if not the best, on URL for it was about 18. He had about an 18 month, two year run. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Right. Actually, he, Prime Magic look, was it was that deal. That's oh, a fact. Man, you, yeah. You're talking, about Char- you're talking about Charlie Clips. You're talking about Chiller. You're talking about kicking DNA at. Like, I'm talking about what's going, right? Mm-hmm. Magic Slipper. Magic Slipper have a hard time. Fans start getting on them. URL, they not really booking them after that. Right. You know, they, they don't really give them a chance after that. It's a wrap. The difference is with me, I choke on RBE. Mm-hmm. ARP hit me up and say, because he sees me, I'm not only his family, right? But he sees me as an investment. Okay. You, you invested in me. Cool. 
well, what's wrong? What's going on? Like, like not just, oh, let me kick him to the curb because he, he didn't choke and blah, blah, blah. Man, what's going on? I, like, why you choke? Because I know you prepared. Is it preparation? No, nah, bro, it ain't preparation. I'm going hmm. through a divorce. I'm going through this. I'm going through that. Because we have real lives outside of battle rap. And this True. is all going to circle back in, too. Okay. We, okay. All, we, all, we all have real lives outside of battle rap. So to the fans and the league owners, they looking at it like, you know, nine minutes, perform her, perfect. If you don't, it's a wrap. So imagine having that pressure on top of whatever it is you're going on in life. Because most of these rappers are working full time. Most of these rappers got kids. Most of these rappers got families. They got real shit going on all day. Mm. And so when you get on this platform, you got to be able to, you, you got to treat them like real employees if that's the case. If you're going to make it to the point where, if you're going to get to a point where your, your stage and your platform that you have, right, you've built it to this platform right here, it has to be sustainable for these artists. And it's not sustainable when, Soon as you choke, soon as you fumble, soon as you whatever, uh, well, we ain't gonna, you know, we ain't gonna, we gonna push them to the side. Had, had I been pushed to the side when I choked, I wouldn't have been able to be the oops I am today. Well, well, well I, you know, and I take your point, and I think that's important, especially considering, you know, the type of things that you bring into the stage. A lot of others too, but two things. Number one, mm-hmm. you got a whole machine of people behind you. You got guys who are hungry. If you have a, you have a league that you're running with all these hungry, talented guys. And and you 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 know you drop the ball a couple times like okay isn't he well within his right to say you know what nah I can't do this but and also I guess the fact that you bring something different do you think that gives you a leg up you know otherwise would the chokes be more meaningful for you so I I do think it gives me a leg up now but I had to get here I had mm-hmm. to get to this point. I, I didn't just pop up here. I didn't come in with this amazing amount of talent that everybody rocked with, and I was an amazing puncher and amazing rapper. No, I had to grow into it. And so I feel what you said. You're absolutely right with the hungry guys behind you. But what happens when those top-tier guys, they do their thing, or even those mid-tiers, I bet you ain't going to book me. Cool. I understand. Mm. But I'm going to go over here and get money. I'm going to go somewhere else. No disrespect to the league, no disrespect to nobody else, but I'm going to go over here and get money. Then they go over here and they do their numbers. They mm. go over here and they, it's comfortable for them. It's, they get back in their groove and they, they get back going, and they, it, which has happened if we want to talk about that transition back and forth between URL and certain leagues and certain leagues in URL, right? You had a point in time where it, they, they might not have been messing with a certain cat and they come out and they say, I bet they get his performance and they, they, they back smoking. And now it's like, I bet, let me book him. Right. But it gets to a point like now it's this thing back and forth with certain leagues. There's a, there's this tension there where, okay, I don't want to book this certain cat then because he's been over here. Oh, I'm going to stop this battle. I'm going to pause this battle. I'm going to do battle rap politics when it comes to this battle, but not this battle over here. For artists, that gets confusing. Because you got cats who are here just trying to make it at the end of the day. Right. And they feel like if they doing their thing, I should be able to go do my thing anywhere if I know where home is. See, that's the good thing about that's the thing about where I'm at. I never I, there's never a oh, oops, don't battle over there. Don't, like ARP's never even told me not to battle on URL. And we know whatever little tension they got. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that is between them, I really don't get involved. ARP, my brother. I respect, uh, you know, URL for their platform. Right. I don't get in the middle of that, right? Yeah. But I know where home is. 
And he's never not come to me once and said, hey, don't battle on URL. Or don't, bro, don't. I don't know. Whenever it was even a, a conversation mentioned, he so that, that never came up, though, because, I mean, this is the type of shit that uh, people oh, speculate on the, listen, the blogs not, and the conspiracy listen, folks among listen, us. What's listen, up? Not not one time. Wow. I mean, I, I, that's all my kids souls and everybody know what my kids mean to me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, not one time, as he said, don't, you know what he say? Well, if you can't get your money, get your money. Do what you're going to do. That's it. He know he know what he know what I'm trying to do with my message. And he wants me to be able to get th- get that out on whatever platform. But he knows for a fact if I go over here, I'm not signing no contract. I'm not going to say, well, I'm going to do a certain amount of battles with y'all and I ain't going to do it nowhere else. No, nah, this is the crib. I should be able to do that because I'm going to bring something over here. I'm going to bring a whole set of fans that don't even watch. I got a whole set of fans that don't even watch battle rap. They just watch me. Because they weren't into battle rap. They was into politics. They was into activism. They live in all these different places. But they check for my battles. So that's bringing a whole new that's bringing a whole new spectrum to this. I got this movie with MTV. I got all these different things going on. I got more stuff coming up that's going to be on a wider platform. And I'm trying to bring a different light to battle rap. I'm trying to bring a whole nother light to battle rap. So why not be on what we consider the biggest platform right the biggest stage the nba or battle rap whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. why not why not book this artist who's scoring 40 a game over here in lithuania mm. right why, why not bring him to the nba and see what he could do because you know what when it comes to the world leagues and, and, and olympics he still get the governor and play for lithuania true that's so a fact nba players still get to go and play for their countries Right. But at the end of the day, they know where home is. And so once once league owners and this ain't just them. I mean, I feel like it's them simply because of them being the biggest platform and us knowing just like certain things that have happened. But other small leagues are kind of getting in this, too, because they got beef with other small leagues that are that are uh, close in proximity or whatever. So they got their little artists that they like. No, we're not. We don't want to rock with them. But when league owners understand, start to understand, like, look, they're going to come back to the crib. As long as we're doing them right, they're going to come back to the crib. It's in too deep. Right, man. It's in too, it's in too deep. If you're not feeding me, I'm going to go to where they feed me. You have to. Yeah, I mean, you have to respect that decision. I mean, I, I just feel like, um, you know, the culture itself has to be honest when it comes to assessments of battles and battle rap and, 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 and leagues and things like Absolutely. that. And, and, I, and now... On that note, and I got to find my lighter because it's about to get petty in here. Now, I did a thing that I normally do. I went to Twitter and I immediately mm-hmm. made a starting five Midwest list. My current right. starting five for the Midwest is right. Averb, Hitman, Ill Will, JC, and A Ward. Now, you responded to that, said, I, uh, shit, I, fuck it, I shoot off the bench. Cool. Now, mm-hmm. somebody came at you with some calico because I left calico off it. And right. you made a comment. I want to address that comment on. Oh, like, that's, yeah, absolutely. I want to. I want to get that Black Compass Radio. I want. I want to. Let's talk about it. Oops. What's up, man? What are your thoughts? So, so one thing that bothers me is when, if I ain't did nothing, if I ain't did nothing in the last two years, three years, I get that we got fans who gonna rock with us, family who gonna rock with us forever, but we can't let our pride mess up our judgment. Mm, okay. First, 
the first thing I said was, you know, when I said, he said, oh, you ain't better than Calico. And I said, it, it didn't, for one, I, of course I feel like I'm better than Calico. I'm supposed to feel that way, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But on the same hand, I didn't mention being better than Calico. He said, it's top five right now in the Midwest. You can't put Calico in there. Why can't I, why can't Calico be in the top five right now? Let's break this because, down. Because the, the, the top five you put up has done more for the culture this year, last year, and matter of fact, the year before that, too. We got to look at what have you done for me lately. Mm. You don't get to just, you don't you don't get to just you know Jordan don't get to come off the bench right now at forty five at fifty how old he is right like you don't just just because you was great and you were dope and you you was one of the best. But that that's not but that only assumes he lost a step right? Are you saying he lost a step oh, or he just hasn't been what he once was? What what are you what are you getting at? I'm, it's not that he lost a step. I feel like Calico hasn't necessarily transitioned into into what what battle rap is today now it's i feel like a lot of times what we have to do is we as cats who've been battling for a minute we do have to reinvent ourselves to a certain extent or find that unique niche and what i can say is that calico does have that niche calico it ain't too many cats that can get up there and really out rap calico Mm-hmm. Right, you're not okay. gonna get up there and out rap Calico, especially when it comes to being street. Especially when it comes to just just putting words together, right? Even as even in his storyteller mode, right? Calico is Calico got conviction. Calico got a lot of attributes. Exactly. But I feel like right now you put him on stage with any of those five that you put in your top five. Calico can't beat nobody in that top five, and there is a reason why you didn't put him in your top five. There, oh yeah, well. There, yeah. there's, a, there's, there's a reason there's a reason because I, I just right. don't i don't yeah i haven't seen it yet the last time i seen crazy calico in my opinion was surf for a battle not for a round i think he had a crazy round with oh. with ill will and i think oh, he yeah, mailed yeah, it in yeah. versus big k but that's my yeah. opinion no and that's my opinion too i like calico calico midwest it ain't no ain't no hate there but mm. if we talking about the the art of competition and the art of war and what we're doing Calico ain't never battle nobody that's gonna talk to him like I'm gonna talk to him. Calico mm. ain't never battle nobody that can dissect him like I'm gonna dissect him. Right? We loaded like, lunch. On- uh. Oh yeah. Oh no, 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 no. That goes without saying. I don't yeah. even count that. Right? Yeah, no, yeah, that's no, in no, the clouds. No. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm talking about from this point, right? Mm. And that and that was still a good calico. That was still a good calico calico versus low Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I, like that's different. That's you talking about. I'm talking about from that point now because, you know, Calico was cooking then. Mm-hmm. That's a point. Calico was he got lux. He got lux for a reason. But we talking about now mm. we're talking about somebody who who not it ain't and it ain't even just talking about you because I feel like I feel like lux. I feel like Lux did him dirty with the with the whole father angle and the and a and a blackface angle, but I feel like Lux still didn't do it like he was supposed to. It's more like, to say, you feel like. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. You ain't you you can't get it you can't call like I told uh XL, I ain't gonna call you lost without being at GPS to help you find your way. Mm. You don't get to just you don't just get to stand up here and call another black man lost and, and bag on uh his father and what his father did and the convictions that and then not, not bring him in, not empower him. Not oh, okay, but this is what you could be doing, or this is what your father should have did, or blah blah blah. Nah, that, but that was dope what he did. 
it was fire. But just imagine how much fire it would have been if he would have bought it all the way back around. That would have been crazy. So I, I just feel like I feel like I have something different. Like I might not be able to outpunch a lot of these cats. I might not be able to outscheme a lot of these cats. But what I am good at is dissecting. I'm good at storytelling. I'm good at conviction. I'm good at emotion and passion, which also works against me sometimes because I get so worked up that I got to bring it back. And I, I stumble and I got to, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, calm down, get it together, bet. All right, now I'm ready, which okay. I'm a lot better at now than I was before. Yeah, yeah. And so, and, but but that's that is. So are you saying because yeah, I want to. Are you saying you can fuck with Calico right now? Let me light my shit up. Where's my... Where's oh, my yeah, I, I'm not doing this with you, oops. Yeah, you saying you can... Yeah, what's up? I'm I'm absolutely saying, like, yeah, without without question. Mm. Without question. I bought I bought them the best daylight they ever seen. I bought them... I bought Battle Rap the best daylight they ever seen. And, bro, that's not even up for debate because you're talking about from... The start of his first round to the end of his third round, full rounds, fire, fire, message, punches, schemes, real talk, conviction. I bought y'all the best daylight y'all ever seen, and I did my thing. I didn't die versus the best daylight they ever seen. Like, mm. and I'm not even that rapper in it. Like, I feel like I'm way better than I was in that battle. I feel like I'm way better as a battle rapper as far as even understanding punches schemes and now owning what i do owning what i do and knowing what i do and knowing what i'm supposed to get on this stage and do oh man nah calico can't do nothing with me wow wow okay okay so cal can't do nothing with you and that's based on cal's current work uh that's and, based and on cal's current work what, what we've been seeing outside but i always think he is formidable you put him put him in that pressure situation he typically does deliver. I think it's only recently we've seen. I think the twerk thing disappointed me. That one caught me off guard. I'm I'm, I'm be honest about that. On the big stage, like I was there. I was standing right on stage. Bruh. Oh yeah, you know we was there. But I was, you know, I was standing right on stage. And, and think about it this way, bro. Mm -hmm. Think about it like this. You seen a B dot back? I did. Enjoyed it. B dot was really good. He was wigging. B-Dot was going crazy. Yes. We've seen B-Dot. If you've watched B-Dot, you know B-Dot been battling for about five, six years. Uh, got some crazy battles. Got some viral moments in battle rap. Mm -hmm. B-Dot was wigging for three rounds straight. Yeah, all three. Like He, he didn't take a break. Right? This is one of the best B-Dots you've seen. Like you can put this up there with if you consider Emerson B dot the best B dot, or if Incredible. you consider Daylight B dot, or if you consider uh Bird Cortez, Danny, whichever one, right? You can put this up there and you can argue, you can make an argument for for it being, you know, top two B dots you ever seen. Same way with XL, same way with um, same way with Daylight, same way. Man, I when I battled Suge, man, I dropped the ball. Suge was up there wigging for three rounds. Mm -hmm. I dropped the ball. I could that could have been that could have been one of them ones. Yeah, I got up there sick and all this other shit. Didn't make no excuses. I I lost. Suge was up there wigging. So when I step on stage, I don't know what it is, but 
artists feel like it, it ain't even that I'm saying they know not to play with me. They just feel like they can't because I feel like from the daylight battle, they've understood that, oh, he going to come. He, you know, he going to try to he going to try to come with it. Right. And I don't need to. This ain't where I need to lose my steam at. Right. I don't need to lose my steam right here. Now, now, um, and, and shout out to the live audience. I, I got to shout the people out, man. Shout out to, to y'all. It's 165 in here in the uh, live of Black Compass. Salute, shout- salute, y'all. Salute, y'all. We on here right now with Oops. Shout out to society here. Oops, if you're looking at the chat, they are not pulling any punches anywhere. People saying, oh, you I- think you're better than Cal? Get the fuck out of here. This man chokes. That's, what are you talking what about? Supposed like, to, yeah, that's they on you. They they supposed to though, but you know what's the crazy, what's the wild thing about people saying, "Oh, oops, you choke, you mm-hmm. choke, you choke." I put that tweet up earlier. When you look at my body of work this year, right? Mm. All solid performances. Not not one performance where you could say, "Oh, it, my active performance it was probably my worst performance all year." That was the that was the performance where I didn't do as well as I done at the other ones, but it still was a solid performance. Everything else, Craig Lamar, crazy performance. Emerson, crazy performance. Speed Out, crazy performance. My one round of verse Dex in St. Louis, crazy performance. Like, I'm not getting the credit for when I am cooking now. Right? Like, I've been on this little stint where I've been cooked even before Craig. My one rounder with Tone Bone that's actually in the documentary where I went crazy too. Like, it's, so I get it. I understand. Like, it, man, yeah, I've choked. I've absolutely i've been the first one to come to social media and own up to what i I don't make no excuses and i'll argue about it but when i'm cooking i just you know give me my flowers while i'm hurt i'm cooking okay i'm cooking now so can i get that or oh because just because he cooked for these last four five six battles we still got to see more but the moment he say he gets confidence in himself and he said okay well i could be so and so because uh Oh, well, you be choking. Well, when the last time I choked? Mm. When the last time I had a performance where you had to turn the battle off? Where you like, oh man, ain't it ain't even, ain't no replay value to that battle. Right. When the last time I had one of those? It's been a while. So all I'm saying is just give me my props. Well, I'm here. I get it. If I choke, if you don't rock with me because of that, I can't do nothing but respect that because it you you entitled to how you feel. Sure. You're entitled, especially as a fan, especially as a consumer, as somebody paying their money. To watch these battles, I get it. So I ain't gonna never argue with you about that. I, I wanna, I wanna do this. If if you have a second for us, uh, I appreciate your time up here uh, as well. Oh, yeah. I want to say I that got all at first. Time for it. All the time in the world. But uh, we we do have some fans that want to chime in. Things have people have things to say, uh, as you would imagine, and everything like that. Once again, we up here with Oops. Gonna take some uh, society calls and things like that. If you're in the Discord, because I see the energy in here, you're in the Discord. You want to talk. Mike, you know, we already know what to do. So we're going to talk. But I, I'm going to get my man Zanny on. He's from the UK. He wants to okay. address you. All right. So, Zanny, okay, cool. Zanny, what up? Yo, what's good, man? What's going on with you? You on with Oops? Yeah, I was asking, obviously, in a couple of weeks about like Villain on P. Fire Vows. Yeah. I was yeah, wondering yeah. if you're. Yeah, sorry. I was going to. I was wondering if you're preparing for that any differently to say your beat up out. So, um, not really, because this is my first time, you know, coming to the UK. And I know Villain, you know, Villain got some views. Villain got somewhat of a resume. Um, but I want to, this is my first time in the UK. So it wouldn't be fair to the UK if I didn't prepare for Villain like I prepare for B Dot. 
right? Because I, I don't want to cover. My goal is to not have a classic or villain. No diss to villain. Like, my, my goal is to come over to UK and kick villain ass. Mm-hmm. And so I want to go over there and be be one of the best that I've been because I'm all, I'm never battling my opponent. I'm Most of the time, I'm battling my last performance. So if I'm battling my last performance now, that means I need to step it up. And the moment I got off stage with B-Dot, I started writing. I didn't even stay for Disaster and uh, Disaster and Soul Kind. I left and went to my hotel and finished up my second round for Villain. And I've already got both my first and second memorized. So I'm in a different bag right now. It's like where you get hot, you got to keep it going. So I'm going to be all the way on point for Villain when I get over there. Okay. Okay. Zanny, you had any other questions, bro? I think Zanny was good. Zanny? No, I'm good, man. All right, man. Uh, out, appreciate man. you, bro. All right, man. Shout shout out to Zanny. Shout out to the whole UK and all that too. Uh it's big going on going uh over there and all that too, man. I, man, you know? I can't I can't I can't wait to get like this. It's just it's just something you could check, you know. If people knew what I had to go through to get my passport, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's you know, I gotta I gotta I gotta make sure I go over there and do my thing. My um my man uh so my man Precept actually wants to get on too. So okay. let me let me uh let me do that too. Uh Precept, what up? He said, Can yeah. y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Got you loud and clear. What up? Hey, what's up, oops? What's up, bro? Hey, bro, first off, man, respect to you, bro. Like, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of yours, man. Even though you do be having, like, the stumbles and chokes, bro, like, your material is mm-hmm. definitely worth hearing. I appreciate um, it, bro. The question I have, bro, like, uh, since you've done politics and you've uh-huh. done, like, the hip-hop thing, mm-hmm. and now you got this documentary, like, what's the next avenue for you, bro? Like, is there something else that you're trying to conquer? Like, are you trying to do, like, books? Like, you got television? Like, what's, oh. what's the next thing to for you? So that's wild that you said that. And I appreciate you too, bro. Um, so I do, I'm working on my book right now um, called uh, uh, Triumph and Tragedy. And okay. I, I also have a series that I'm working on with the film director who directed the documentary. So we have mm-hmm. a series that we actually, uh, I can't say too much about as far as like, uh, far as the, the production company. Um, who'll yeah. be behind it um but we actually have a we actually have an offer a couple offers on the table uh and this this docuseries is about it's called uh i ain't gonna tell you what it's called because i don't you know these cats out here <laughs> right. <laughs> we right, got right, right, but right. it's basically it's basically showing the different side of battle rap and it's mm-hmm. picking battle rappers and going into today you know what i'm saying going into today world and just showing a whole different side and me adding my little two cents in saying hey bro we could be doing this right right and like right. actually bringing it full circle, so it's it's showing a different side of battle rap. It's showing a more human side of battle rap. What we go through, um, and introducing battle rap to a wider range of people in the world who might not necessarily uh, watch BET, right? Watch our, yeah. uh, us on YouTube, or mm-hmm. you know, know the lingo or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's bringing mm-hmm. it into their world because one thing that we notice with the documentary is that when we show it, we always show it to people who know nothing about battle rap, you know, average age was 45 and white. Right. 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 One of their favorite scenes in the movie is the battle rap scene. So mm-hmm. it's like, I bet it's, it's this more of a story to be told. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got one more question, man. Yeah, if that's okay, go ahead, brother. Go ahead, brother. Hey, uh, oops. Um, uh, what you and daylight did in your third rounds was legendary, right? Like mm-hmm. we all consider that like a classic moment in battle rap. 
Right. Um, on, on top of what like Lux did with his start against Calico and Verb's start against Hitman, mm-hmm. what do you think about all the bad imitations that came out of y'all third round, man? Great like everybody having question. everyone having struggle rounds now. Like, what do you think about that, bro? So I you know what, bro, I feel like it's unfortunate because it's a difference in how it came off in Lux's round or Verb's round or my round, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like these other rounds have been so forced that it's not, like, it's just not natural, right? right. Like, that's that's not something you can absolutely just write for. That's a moment right. that has to happen for you. And you say, all right, bet, this is what's going to guide me. Because when Daylight right. spit his round, Daylight, they, it's three different interviews out there, if y'all go listen to them. Daylight had heard my previous third round. I scrapped, okay. my, I scrapped my first third round because I was just rapping. I yeah. wanted to show the world that I could rap. And when Daylight got up there and did what I wanted to do, I'm like, oh, no, I'm just going to get up here and talk. I don't care if it rhyme. I don't care if it's on rhythm. I'm just going to talk from the heart. And it came out and it was amazing. And it's, I feel like that's the same way with with Verb's third round. Verb had to feel that round. That wasn't forced. And so it's unfortunate when you see kind of like these rounds where because it's like they're trying too hard. Right, even if right. even if it's 100% true, even if it's everything that they're going through, it's it's just not as natural. So it don't come off as authentic or it don't hit as hard. Or it don't make it don't pull at your heartstrings. Right. It don't make you right. feel no certain type of way. So, right. You know, I feel like it's just unfortunate. Do you feel like a certain level of pride, like you kind of help birth that out? Or is it like more like a disdain? Like, man, like I wish I hadn't done that. Like, <laughs> You know what I'm no, saying? Like some regret. I feel I feel good about it, and I don't necessarily look at it from the sense that like I helped that. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I came into my own and realized that that's what I was gonna do. That's one thing that I was gonna be coined by, right? Magic right. gonna punch, chiller gonna scheme, oops gonna have his third rounds. Right. And so I think that what happens is, I think it's a, definitely a place for it, and it needs to happen because everybody got a story, and the best way to tell your story in my opinion, is in the third round where it's the last thing that people hear from you, right? Gotcha. If you want to leave people with something. So I'm actually glad that people are doing it and being more vulnerable about telling their stories. I just hope that they will find kind of more uh, a more comfortable way of doing it so that the fans could be receptive right. to it. Right on. I got one more question, man. One yeah, more yeah. question. Mm-hmm. Do, you hey, think, Oops, do you feel like anybody's ducking you right now, bro? Like, are there talks of people that you know for a fact, like, are trying to avoid you trying to get on that stage with you let's talk nah i i'm gonna tell you the truth i don't feel like nobody ducking me because i still feel like i feel like i feel like the the fans and i hate saying fans bro because i feel like my fans are family right but i feel like the battle rap family that i have um the widespread i feel like they notice the talent like they they put me up there now right they put me on the top five st louis list they saying that oops one of the you know oops one of my favorites and this is why i love that but when it comes to the actual battle rappers i feel like a lot of them are still underestimating me i feel Mm. like a lot of them because it's different when you hop in front of me right when you're just watching it you could break it down quick and say oh man he can't talk to me like that in the third or he oh we know he gonna do this or he gonna do that craig thought that Mm. right Emerson thought he knew kind of what I was going to say. Like, and I, I was, a, I was in a different form. And so I feel like, I feel like they not, I feel, I don't feel like nobody ducking me. I just feel like they still kind of underestimate me on the low. I feel like when the B-Dot battle come out, even with that second round, you know, even with my stumble in the second round, bringing it back, like, I feel like they still, you know, people are going to start to understand a little more like, okay, oops. But I think I'm going to have to 
get one of these top tiers and clean kick they ass. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> hey, uh, precept, man. I appreciate you, bro. Where you coming from? Wichita, Wichita, Kansas, bro. Oh, Wichita, bro. All I used right. to live in Wichita, bro. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, okay. as a kid. As a kid. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, I'm still stuck out here as an adult, so. You think it's stuck. Hey, man, shout yeah. out to the whole Midwest, man. Appreciate you, bro. Right. All right, all right, man. And um, now, now let me let me just do it because I this is the the I wanna I wanna kind of dial in on this real quick because um, you know, I would be remiss if I did not talk about politics. I we do a political show up here every now and again. I know everybody's in the comments, nigga, you ain't done a show in a minute, but we're gonna get back to it. But um, now the field right now. What are your uh-huh. thoughts on the Democratic field, and why should I personally be excited? Because I'm not. I'm so, not. I, and I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to keep it all the way funky, just like when I go talk to young people about vote. Right? I talk to young people, and I try to get them in this mindset of how important it is to vote. Right? But the first thing I tell them is, if I was you, I wouldn't be excited either. Mm. I wouldn't be excited. Right? Because who do we have that's a front runner? that you feel truly speaks to to what you're going through, right? Truly speaks to what you've been through or what your community look like or whatever it is. Now, me personally, as far as the Democratic field and the presidency, um, I like Julian Castro. Okay. He's He's not in the top five. They blocking him out of the debates. They blocking him out of the media, right? They blocking him out because he's talking about police reform. He's talking about black and brown bodies being killed and that being gun violence, too, when it comes to police. Hmm. Mainstream media don't want that. White America don't want that. Right. Like the establishment don't want somebody who's on this big platform coming out here saying, well, you know, what happened to Botham Jean and what happened to um, the young lady in in Texas and what's happening to Mike Brown and Tamir Rice or Garner. Like that's that's gun violence, too. So let's talk about it. Yeah. They they not talking about it. You know, he he's he's Latino. So he he's talking from a, the place of a person of color. But do you do you think black people are going to get behind that? And and honestly, the fact that you brought up those names, I don't actually hear those names in debate and conversation. I don't feel like people are speaking to black people like it's oh, like no surveys going on. Like they're not talking to none of us until it's election time now because they know we really could swing it and they know we sat home during Hillary. And that, and that was thing. a big that was a big lesson of it for me, you know. That's the thing, bro. They ain't even talking to us now. They bank, they just banking on we us hating Trump. Mm. They not knowing that black people feel like, look, it don't matter who in office, <laughs> we've been going through we've been going through the same thing, Democrat, Republican, whoever. And so they not understand even with these polls, right? Mm. They don't. I'm a whole state. I was a state representative. One of the top officials in the, in the, in the state did a lot, bought millions into the budget, passed legislation, uh, Ferguson activists, whatever you want to name me, right? Not one time have somebody polled me. Ain't nobody called me and said, hey, well, what do you feel about? So those numbers that come up and they say, well, 39% of Americans, 30%, 39% of white Americans over the age of 45 that live in more affluent areas than where we from feel this way. Not all Americans, not everybody from this country, because y'all not polling everybody. They don't. They don't poll us. No, they no, don't poll I, us. I've never, and, I've and, never and, seen that. If, if anyone's and, ever gotten polled, let me know from one of these big organizations. But go ahead. And and the other thing about it, bro, is 
the reason why you're not hearing these names of these lives who've been killed in the middle of the street, who've been killed in their own homes, is because you ain't you don't have people like Julian Castro on these debates. The one chance he did get, you know, the one time he got on the debate, he was able to touch on it. And of course, they they cut you off and they trying to get right to the. But he mentioned the names right now. Boom. No, what about this? No, this was a this was a this was a police involved shooting. That's gun violence. Why we ain't talking about that? And after that, you ain't seen them on no more debates. Mm. And so it's a shame that they blocking them out of the mainstream media. And it's going to be hard for black folks to get behind them because there's no the way you notice these candidates is the more you see them. You see them on TV. You see them. They talking about them on CNN, Fox News, wherever it is. The debates pop up. You see the faces that's on there. Like mm. you get to know who these candidates are. So if you got Julian Castro who fighting the uphill battle, who using every piece of, uh, of fun to get to to these communities and say, all right, well, I mean, one thing he brought up is he said, why are we? Why are our early primary states, Iowa, and New Hampshire? I don't get it. I don't understand. He's, he said, we, he said, you, you talk about having a representative government. You talk about speaking for the people and speaking for everybody. You speaking for a good uh, uh, percentage of the country. And you look at the demographics of New Hampshire and Iowa and you won't find two wider places except for Utah. Yeah. So why, so why aren't we coming to our, our more affluent areas that have our, our more, di- not affluent, but our more diverse areas, right? Our more inclusive areas that you're talking about places that got a melting pot. You know what I'm saying? Even if you talk about Illinois, even if you talk about Philadelphia, even if you talk about New York, you're talking about places that have a melting pot of people. So why aren't our earlier primaries there? You know, so he talking about a whole lot. It's just. And I've been trying to figure out ways of, to blow this brother voice up and get him out here and, and, and do different things. And I'm working, you know, yeah. trying to talk to his campaign team because even if he doesn't get the nomination, yeah. his perspective needs to be heard on that stage. I mean, his perspective I, I, needs to be heard. He he can still shape what the conversation is about. The thing I like about people that I, I don't necessarily think are going to win is that they challenging the people who probably are going to win to open, you know, to open their minds to different things. So he caught Joe Biden a couple times on the stage and all that too. So he's, yeah, he's he sharpening the debates. So so yeah, it's like yeah. that 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 works too. But like who? I don't know. Like I I'm trying to figure out where it's gonna go because the way it's looking is like everybody is banking on yo we hate Trump, but you know by measures of the economy and things like that. If you don't really care about politics, if you apathetic toward politics, like. You know what I'm saying? You can't say the economy is bad, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just to be honest here, I don't like his behavior in office. I think it's unbecoming of a president. He's corrupt. He needs to get out of there. Based on that, because I follow everything. There are people who don't. So why should they even be excited for real? But okay, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. The reason why you can say the economy is bad, bro, is mm-hmm. because there are people that are still living in poverty in the greatest nation in America. Mm. The richest, most powerful nation. And there are people that's living in poverty because of the systemic issues and the systemic structure that's been built to put us in these places. So we absolutely can say the economy, the economy is bad from our standpoint, because when you when you live in a hood, when you live in these spots, like you don't get the you'll get the luxury of seeing the big picture. Right. You don't get to say, oh, well, you know, as a whole, you know, we've done this now. This is what's still happening down here now. If you just if you just care about the the eighty percent of the you know United States that don't look like us or how much ever percent it is, 
then cool. Yeah, a lot of them doing fine. But on the same hand, like, so we got it. We got to bring that truthfulness to and some of them numbers, too, because the economy, even the improvements in the economy, that happened from eight years of work that was done for the for the prior administration. Right. So you don't get to just come in and reap those benefits and say, oh, well, I'm hearing it. No, nah, bro. That, that was eight years of, of doing back there. That was eight years of a lot of different work that went into place. And not, not every president is is, uh, is perfect. None of them perfect. You know, they all got their flaws. I, you know, I, I got my issues with everybody. But when we talk about being excited for election, what we need to be more excited about and for are our local elections. Mm. When, you, when you talk about councilmen, when you talk about state reps, those are the those are the elections that we got to get excited for. Those are the ones that we got to really, really, really come out for because that's what shapes the policies that we we live in through each and every day. Right. Our state, our Local. state government mm-hmm. is making state laws. Our city council is making city ordinances. Right. So that's enforced by 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 the local and the state. So if we don't have the right people down there, it don't matter what's happening all the way up top because that didn't get down to us most of the time. What's gonna happen is when when you got these when you got your your state that used to be purple that turned red now and then they have all of these different stringent laws that 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 has this oh well we're gonna be tough on we're gonna be tough on drugs we're gonna be tough on crime and it, it aids to mass incarceration instead of rehabilitation. That's because of the state government. That's because your state department of corrections. That's because of the folks we put in office on the state level. Or shaping things the way they want to shape them. And then when this conservative person comes to run for president, he already got it unlocked because that state there already went from purple to red. So if we lock down our states first and our cities first, we'll be able to control what's up top a lot easier because they'll know that, okay, Missouri, Illinois, so-and-so, out of the 50 states, we got 30 blue states. Boom, we good. Let's roll. But it ain't like that no more. Right. So now we got to get back. We got to go because that's what the Republicans did. They concentrated on local levels. They concentrated on state reps. They locked down these houses. They became the majority in all of these state houses because Missouri used to be purple. And within eight years, we went from being we got 163 seats and we went from being uh, right around, you know, 60 percent, 60, 40 Democrat to 60, 40 Republican to 25, 75 with a Republican majority hmm. with every single, with every single statewide office being Republican. Man. So they was able to chip away at it, but they chipped away. At it. They took off chunks. They ain't just chip away off it, you know, with a little, with a little corner of it. So we should be getting excited for these local elections. And with these local elections, we should be putting our people up. Michael Max got a speech, ballot of the bullet. We talked about us having the power to create these candidates that we need. We know what we need. Mm-hmm. We know what we need for our community. And when you talk about local elections, when you run in your local elections, you run it in the neighborhood that you live in or that you're from. So you know you know this neighborhood, you know this community better than anybody. When I ran for office, I had the hood come out. We hmm. have more votes than we have more votes in our, our district history than, than Mobilized. ever before. Mobilized. Man, it was cats coming to the polls like, man, I don't know his real name, but I'm voting for oops, because I know he out here. And people like, all right, well, oops, is Bruce Springs. This is pamphlet right here when you go <laughs> in. And that's, but that's what it's about, though, because mm-hmm. these cats wouldn't never vote. I was, I was walking up and busting up, uh, up dice games. I was putting, I was getting down on one knee with twenty dollars, 
Why they shooting five? Like, <laughs> I, I bet five, you don't tend to fold. And they look at me like, hold on, what is, uh, yeah, I know. But we finna talk about this voter registration as soon as we get done, though. Right. But that, you, got, you have to meet people where they where at, they right? at. That's the fact. That's how you do it. Yeah. And when people say, bro, when pe- the main thing you'll hear us say is, man, I don't do politics. It's only one response for that, bro. If you don't do politics, I feel you. But politics going to do you. So you can sit to the side and you can say, you know what? I ain't messing with politics. I'm cool. That's cool. I understand that. You even got reason for it in some cases. Yeah. But just to let you know, politics ain't going to stop doing you because you don't do politics. They ain't going to stop moving and stop creating messed up policies because you decide not to vote. Exactly. You're just giving somebody else the power to make a decision for you. And when you get caught up in that bind or when that, that challenge hits you, you're going to be like, damn, that's messed up. We should have did this. We should have did that. It's like, I bet. I feel you. Your vote sometimes wouldn't even change the outcome. But your vote will give you a voice. Exactly. You, and once you get that voice, you can spread that voice out to everybody else. And then once you get enough voices, they absolutely ain't got no choice but to hear you. Hmm. Man. So so with that, with that being said, just one one last thing. Now, right. if <laughs> I hate to well, if if Trump ends up winning, if he ends up winning again, if he wins up wins re-election, despite everything going on, despite the impeachable offenses, clearly, um, what like what do you say about that? Like what 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 do you ah what what would be the first thing that would come to your mind after that election night victory? What do, what do you think? We didn't learn from twenty sixteen. I feel like there was such a divide in twenty sixteen. And some of it a lot of it was warranted. Don't get me wrong, I, I voted for Bernie. I was a Bernie cat. Mm-hmm. We only had two choices in twenty sixteen. My choice lost. So then I had to I had to, to question myself, look, who do I vote for? Do I vote for this woman who I really don't necessarily care for or her her a lot of her policy issues? We do have some policy issues where we align with, but some of our policy issues we don't, some of her rhetoric I don't. Or do I vote for this cat who I don't agree with almost nothing he got to say? Hmm. outside of this man showing up to where we protested at his events and he told us back in the day they would have handled them a lot faster than this back in the day they would have known not to protest in a place like this police would have came and it wouldn't have been so nice for them back in the day back in the good old days what good old days you talking about exactly i don't know what it means right yeah you're talking about martin luther king and when rosa parks Hmm. when Claudette Coleman was sitting on the bus. You talking about when those kids protest? They sitting at the counter, got spit on, and that's what you talking about. You talking about we was getting we was getting fire hose and dogs sicked on us. That was a more peaceful time for them. That yeah, good. that was the good old days for you. Oh, that's that's the America you want to make. That's the great again America. Mm. Okay, cool. No, I'm cool on you. I'm definitely cool on you. I take this. I take I take her. You know, at least at least we can press her. <laughs> we can press her. We in the same. Let's organize. We in the same party. Boom. We got a whole block of votes now. We got all these different, boom. This is how we're going to do it. But with you, we can't press you. We can't press you because we ain't vote for you. And you feel like you only, you know, you're the president for this, these type of folks over or this particular type of people. You don't, you don't really care about us. Right. And so I feel like if that happens again, I feel like 
2016, we just didn't learn. And there can't be a protest vote. Like, it ain't no such thing as a protest vote when you got lives of people that are marginalized at stake. Like, people that act like they don't care about immigration and, and, and the walls and all of that stuff if they want to. I do personally. Hmm. You know I don't see nobody. You know we I next. Was, they get a walk. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, exactly. come on, man. Come on. Let's oh, be. Bro. If if you successful, if you successful with keeping keeping folks out of this country coming from a bordering country right that are that are fleeing poverty that are fleeing crime that are fleeing everything we supposed to be the greatest nation on earth if you if you successful at cutting them out what you gonna be able to do with the small percentage of people that we have inside of this state exactly we make up we make up less than 15 percent of the entire united states come on man like y'all not they not even thinking like y'all okay with with immigrants coming over here back when y'all ancestors was coming over here and fleeing religious persecution. But now that y'all here and y'all made it and y'all have been able to reap the benefits of everything that y'all have stole in this country, oh, now we're going to keep people out because now the resources are getting thin. Pay hmm. attention to all these shows that are happening. It's a show called 100. Yeah. Right? It's a, Man, pay attention to what's going on when they talk about, oh, well, well we got to do this because in so-and-so years, our supplies, man... That stuff is real. That stuff is real. These policies ain't being put in place on accident. Like they really have this mindset. And the more we multiply, the more we get stronger, the more policies are going to come forward. That's going to try to put us in, in, in a box. And that's why we have to get stronger and multiply now so that we can be able to fight that. They were trying to extinct us for, for how many years? Hundreds of years. And they ain't been able to do it. So now that we got resources that that at our fingertips mm. now that we do have the power to shape uh shape politics and shape our communities we need to exercise that because when they come they come and we need to be prepared that's a fact i agree i agree wholeheartedly on that and i i think especially on the local politics thing and and more people do need to get involved oops i Absolutely. i appreciate your your time and everything and, and, and definitely dropping knowledge on the platform about battle rap and otherwise. You know what I'm saying? Nothing so. but love, bro. This was amazing, man. Keep this platform going. Shouts out to every single, um, everybody in the chat group, mm -hmm. whether you agree with me, don't, whether you think I choke, whether you like me not, I appreciate your perspective. I appreciate where you at and I appreciate your support to the rest of the battle rappers that you do support. So I appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. Nah, we, we definitely uh, respect you, respect what you're doing and everything like that. We're going to support the movie when it comes out. I mean, that's something bigger than battle rap, in my opinion. I mean, you're talking about Sundance Awards. I'm looking at a, a, a link right now to that Sundance Film Festival. Like, that's a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so look, if everybody can go to my Twitter, bro, at Bruce Franks Jr., go to my Twitter. The trailer is pinned on my, uh, it's pinned at the top of my profile. Uh, watch that. It's a minute and 37 seconds. Watch that trailer. Share it for me. Share it and comment and say, you know, how it made you feel or tag some people, how them share it. Like, get get that mug up there. It's at like 70,000 or something like that. Let's get that to a million views. Let's have something like that go viral. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, now we're going we gonna to put the link up for sure on that so you can see that at the bottom in the description box and everything. Appreciate it. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, man. Yo, you're doing a lot of things that are a little bit bigger than battle rap. And I think um, you always have a home in the culture because you represent more than just, you know, uh, the the sort of superficial thought, the mm -hmm. superficial battler. You know what I mean? So you're doing a lot more out here. So I think it's always a voice for that. Win, lose or draw. Uh, Absolutely. So 
I salute you for that and that and that work man, and salute, everything. Bro. You know what I mean? Man, so, appreciate y'all, bro. Thanks for having me, fam. No doubt, no doubt, man. Uh, until next time, bro. Peace. All right, bro. All right, so shout out to the people, man. Shout out to St. Louis. Shout out to Oops. Everybody that's out there. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He's on the West. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, LA as well. Uh, I just, I, I mean, I wanted to do this for a couple of reasons. Wanted to cover the battle rap aspects of it. Of course, I think Oops is talented. Um, you know what I'm saying? In, in terms of putting his rounds together, putting his stuff together. Uh, and I've enjoyed his work. I, I've enjoyed his last couple battles and his BDOT battle again on the town business card. Uh, KOTD is out there right now. Um, I want to see the matchups, right? Cause I, I think certain matchups make fights. Um, you know what I mean? I don't know if you battle Flacco. That'd be good. Uh, let's, let's see. Let's see what people uh, think about that. Make your descriptions, put your, uh, your comments in the, in the joint and everything like that. We got a whole show coming up too, uh, with everybody. Posey, Driz, shout out to Polo. Polo's coming through. Uh, so stick around. Don't go far. So, cause we're going to be around. All right. It's plenty of stuff to talk about. All right. So we're going to, we're going to continue that conversation too at some point. Oops. So, uh, but this will be up for the people. And I appreciate y'all, man. Tone Bro, Black Compass, Black Compass Media. Until next time, peace.